Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a bonus episode of The Low and Zo Show. Actually, this is one of three bonus episodes. We are so excited to do, this is Zoe's idea, to do like a little bit of a tweener set yeah. for you guys between seasons. So we have an episode coming out obviously today, Wednesday and Friday for you guys. Um, we miss you. Yeah, we've missed you a lot. And uh, yeah, we're coming in with some holiday cheer, just some yeah. abundance vibes, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, we also have been I mean at the end of last season we were wrapping up our launch for the abundant beings club and we've decided that we want to just do like a mini mini launch of ABC so next week uh sorry this week rather this week Wednesday Thursday and Friday we will have a promo price available for ABC but we wanted today to kind of update you guys on I mean I feel like things are just always shifting for us they've been shifting exponentially this year but I mean especially since we hopped off last season with you guys a lot has shifted and changed so we wanted to give you kind of a just an update chit chatty episode yeah so let's get started I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe, and this is The, the Lo and Zoe, Zoe Show. We're coaches and entrepreneurs who firmly believe that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we're going to be talking everything from how to manifest more money, travel, success in business and beyond, to overcoming the blocks that are holding you back, to rewiring your brain so you can easily attract whatever it is you want the most in life. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll allow you to build the confidence you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. All right, so where do we want to get started with this? Let's get started talking about ABC, the Abundant Beings Club, and just the amazing success that the participants have had so far in the program. Yeah, and in case you guys are new to the podcast, um, ABC is our, it's a four-week program followed by an optional monthly membership, and it's all about identity. And I mean, what I love about our courses, though, is like, it's the work that we do. Yes. It's the work that we do. Every time I like experience some kind of huge shift, either with like inner or outer or both, because that's how it works, <laughs> it's always because I'm implementing our processes. And I know that you do as well. So ABC, the Abundant Beings Club, emphasis on the being, is all about changing who you are at a subconscious level so that you have just inherently a different level of belief within yourself. And with belief comes... Um, changes, being able to manifest. When you have belief in yourself, you're able to hold steady in the things that you are in the vision of what it is that you wish to create for yourself. Um, and that's what the Abundant Beings Club is all about. And uh, we had a whole group of amazing women. It is for guys too as well. But um, we had an amazing group of women join us uh, when we first launched it back in October. And what have we witnessed since then? We've just witnessed such incredible empowerment among the participants, just being willing and open to do this work because it's not easy, but it's the work that's worth it. It's the work that gets you the up level, that gets you the abundance, that, that really turns you into the magnet for all that which you desire. And what I love about our participants is that right off the bat, they were in the group doing the work. Yeah. They were showing up for themselves yeah. each and every single day. And just to see the way that these women speak about themselves and the yeah. transformation within that, because 
as you go to work on identity, you change your self-perception, the way that you view yourself as being someone who, yes, is worthy, is abundant and capable capable of everything that they desire in their life. And to see and hear these women step into their power around that and speak to the speak about themselves in that way, acknowledging who they are in this world and the gifts and the value that they provide is just it's just incredible. It gives me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is like, that's just the beginning. Once you change your relationship with yourself, the actions that come out of that shift are really like where the magic happens, right? Where, I mean, I've got a couple of clients that did ABC or are still in ABC and just the, ch- like, I just see a difference within them, like call by call, week by week, where they're just showing up with conviction for themselves and belief in themselves. And um, a couple of them in particular have created huge, like quantum leaps in their business through doing this work. And um, one uh, participant who is got a mastermind running with her, she just said like back in the summer, it was so hard for her to view herself as having a super successful business. And like, she's just I don't want to share too much just because I'm, I'm sure she'd be fine with it, but I want to check with her. But um, she's just taken huge action and like scary, significant action where her business is totally exploding. She's like just every single day that I talk to her, she's got something new happening. And she's like, this was just not who I was back in the summer. And I think that that's the part that's so, so important for us to um, just recap on a little bit. It's like, you will allow yourself to create the abundance or create the reality that you see yourself as capable of having. And so when we shift our beliefs about ourselves, we shift how it is that we view ourselves, our self image and how, you know, we're talking to ourselves and just the things we believe ourselves to be capable of. You have no choice, but to then go and shoot bigger, aim higher, manifest more. Yes. Because you've fully given yourself permission to be the abundant being that you came here to be. Yeah. You've given yourself permission day after day of doing this work to fully step into your power and attract and create all that which you desire around you. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think that this is where Zoe and I want to talk about what this work has looked like for us, especially over the last couple of months since we've stopped recording um, episodes. We miss you guys. Uh, But what's interesting is like I've been in a, a like 14 week program that's all about identity with like sort of like the world's leading expert and coach on identity. And I've also hired uh, my own personal coach, someone I found on um, YouTube who just really resonated with me because I really wanted to create change for myself within my personal life. And I've talked very openly about just like who I've been being within like dating and relationships is like insecure and super uncertain and fearful all the time that if I, once I, you know, start dating someone that I have feelings for that they're going to leave. And it's just caused me so much, such a lack of peace of mind. And what's interesting. So I I've hired different coaches and because I know that the identity stuff is the work, but with both programs that I've been in, it's like, I, these are the things that we're teaching in ABC and like, these were expensive (laughs) packages that I bought. And I, I mean, I hire coaches because I know that it holds me accountable to like doing the work, but at the same time, it's like every time they give me a piece of homework or something, it's like, maybe it goes a little bit deeper than what I've previously done on my own, but it is the work that we're doing inside ABC. And so that's actually been really uh, just validating for me to be like, this is because this whole process just came to Zoe and I, it was such a download. We didn't know anything about 
identity or anything like that when when we first started like QCA, which initially was what ABC was. Um, so it's like it just downloaded for us. But now I've seen how like how many coaches are doing identity work or having their clients and their program participants do identity work because they know that when you shift who you are for yourself, your reality changes as well. Yes. This is the root of it all. Yes, exactly. It's the root of it all. And the peace of mind that it will give you, like you just become more and more uninhibited because you are fully stepping into yourself. Yep. Fully stepping into who you are, honoring that, owning that, and you just can't give any energy to anything less than knowing who you are. Yeah. So we're going to have a couple of people on, a few people on, on Wednesday's episode. And just, I'm so excited for you guys to hear, uh, you know, just really see it in action and it can happen so quickly. Um, but I, yeah. And so, sorry, this week it's $50 off to join for the first month, but it's also $100 off if you join for the year. Uh, so we're going back to our promotional pricing just because... It's been a year. Holiday cheer. Holiday cheer. And also like big things are coming in 2021. Like 2020 was the year of like the clear out. The cleanse, the purge. Oh oh my gosh. Yeah. And 2021 is like when we get to create a new, but you can't create a new without shifting who you are for yourself, shifting that identity, shifting the thoughts and emotions you feel on a subconscious automatic level. And that's what ABC is all about. Mm -hmm. So What's changed in the last couple of months, though? Because we want to give you guys the, you know, yeah. the down low. I mean, so much has changed. Like I said, this is just a year of transformation evolving exponentially on a regular day-to-day basis, yep. it feels like. Where I've been since this, um, since the last episode, I guess, is shortly after that, I sort of um, found myself in a dark night of the soul, which is... <laughs> occurred for many reasons and I know that uh it's happened to me before it's never happened for such a lengthy period of time but there are things that I've been calling in like I think always it's important when you find yourself in these slumps or down the well or you know in the trenches however you want to refer to it as when you're doing a lot of deep healing inner work and it just you know you have to feel it to heal it all these emotions the crying the sadness, the abandonment, when you have to feel into that, I know I can validate to every single one of you, it doesn't feel good to be in that place. But it's it's worth it because you're making space. Every time that you cry, every time that you feel your emotions, you're creating space for all that which you're calling in. And the things that I've been calling in are huge. I've just really been calling in great love, great abundance, great opportunity in my life. And just at the simplest form of it to just really be myself and not worry about what other people think, not have any energy be pulled away from me, worrying about the perceptions of others. Whereas, you know, I've been quite honest with you guys about my relationship history on the podcast and things like that. And that is something that caused me a lot of pain for the last two years. It caused me a lot of pain in thinking that I wasn't good enough and feeling into that. And that comes from these deeper inner wounds that I've been called to heal right now. And as I've felt the emotions, felt into the abandonment, felt into the fears, I've created space. And now I just, I have come, coming out of it. I wouldn't say that I'm completely on the other side, sorry. But uh, I did a couple ayahuasca ceremonies last weekend and that really helped to uh, just show me everything that I have been doing and show me the abundance of the future. So I am very aware that this work, this deep inner work and this deep healing that I've been doing is for 
great love and great abundance in my life, whatever that's going to look like, great opportunities. And, you know, I'm still showing up for school every single day, acting school, which requires me to show up vulnerably every single, like 8, 9 a.m. I'm like, you know, crying, like channeling emotions on demand. <laughs> it's actually great, though, because my teachers and my classmates are like, wow, so there's like such a transformation in you. Like, like, who are you? We're seeing all these different sides of you. I'm like, well, it's just my emotions are working in my favor right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's all part of the process. And um uh, that's what I've been doing, I guess, for the last seven weeks is just feeling it to heal it and creating space for all that which I'm calling in. And this has been the greatest, uh, most depthiest healing chapter I've done yet, which is big. And where does identity work fit into that for you? Because there are different, it's very multifaceted, mm-hmm. but ultimately you are changing who you are for yourself. Yes. And like I said, the reason why I was called to just really kind of surrender to this work, because I felt like I was, aw- I was aware there was blocks. I was aware there was resistance, fear of love and all that stuff. Um, and it, I wouldn't say that I was actively avoiding it because I'm someone who is always willing to do the work, but it kind of became this like slippery slope where I'm like, okay, I'm ready now. I'm ready to do this work. I'm ready to change how I view myself when it comes to the possibility of being in a romantic partnership with someone else. Like, I have not had a functional, somewhat functional, I should say somewhat functional uh, romantic partnership in my life in about a decade. So that is a completely different version of myself that I'm going to need to become to bring a loving partnership into my life. It's It's a complete identity shift because at this point in time, like, or previously, like when we hopped off the podcast with you guys last time, I just couldn't even understand how a romantic partnership could fit into my life. There was just no space for it. There was a lot of resistance. And so this is deep identity work that I've been doing is, is working on knowing that I am worthy of it. Yes, knowing that I am lovable and not unlovable and knowing that this is my birthright. I came here to enjoy and have all the experiences of life. And if I want that, I can have that. But I had to go to work and have been going to work on my identity shifting that, yes, I am a valuable human I am a precious abundant human and I deserve all these things I'm really I guess I like to use the word downloading that into my system like downloading that into my being that's been the work and just to sort of catch people up because the last time you spoke about romance romance in Mm -hmm. your life Mm -hmm. there was someone you had like quantum leapt into a dynamic with this was someone Mm -hmm. that was in another country during a global pandemic so it was evolving but maybe just give like the cliff notes version to update our audience in terms of yeah yeah yeah. so Mr. Quantum turned out to be not so quantum (laughs) but that's okay because it was all a part of this process of me learning to love myself more because the inner narrative that's really started to show up in this work was that I was unlovable, right? And to me, I I recognized that Mr. Quantum, because he was perfect, let's say, like on on paper and like everything that I felt like I wanted, if that were to really work out and become something, that would confirm to me that I was, yes, lovable and could have Mm -hmm. that. But really, it's not about him. It's about me feeling that first within myself. And Uh, what's interesting is that even though he was showing up amazingly, like living in a different country, FaceTiming me every day, our communication was phenomenal, like everything was going well, my intuition felt otherwise. Mm. 
because the universe, your intuition, hears things you can't hear, sees things you can't see, knows things you can't know. And I learned through that situation most definitely that my inner voice is more powerful and I am more powerful than I thought possible because I'm powerful in the sense that I quantum leapt into him, that I used our methods to draw him back into my life during a global pandemic when he lives in another country. You know, there was so much magic that that came from that, a, a huge lesson of me recognizing my own power. And in that, and again, feeds into the identity that, yes, I am a powerful human being. I have not viewed myself as powerful as I am. Yeah. So I drew, I drew in this experience and had this experience to show me that. And, um, you know, naturally as he fell away, I'm like, okay, my intuition and myself are more powerful than I've been giving credit to. So what's the work here? Yeah, I think that's so um, worth noting is that like with our QC squared process, and we did a whole episode on Zoe using that process to decide what she wanted and to manifest it immediately, that doesn't mean that down the road, you're like, okay, this was clarity for me in terms of what I really want and where there still is work to be done. And I guess this is probably part of the argument of not trying to manifest a specific person, Mm -hmm. though you definitely can. Yes. (laughs) Um, And I think it was all perfect in that it showed you what you needed to be shown at that time. But ultimately, like what's what there was still left there for you was that relationship with yourself, right? And I mean, I've just been seeing so much lately, like the entire world and everyone or my entire world and everyone in it is a perfect mirror for me. Mm -hmm. And I used to say things like, I just attract men who are like emotionally unavailable and they are scared and they don't want to commit to a relationship. And like, recently because I this is the identity work I've been doing I've just seen so much how like all of that was me like I was emotionally unavailable to myself I was fearful of letting somebody else in I didn't know how to show up and feel safe within myself and so I didn't feel safe with anybody else either and it's so it's just been so interesting to me because there's come a lot of um peace around that where it's like these stories that I had about what I attracted all of it was me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is liberating. Yeah. And one thing I want to say on that is, as I told you guys, like I I wanted and had this desire to be with said human because that would confirm that like that I could just, all my problems were gone. If this works out, all my problems are gone when that's not how it works. And what's interesting is that when I ended it with this person and found out what was behind the curtain for them, and I remember you said you said to me, like, so there's just, like, no way that you created that. And yeah. there's no way that I created the this specific scenario from that person. But what I did create was that he was putting me on a pedestal to be the one to fix all his problems. Right. Because he said once this – he's like, I just expected that or I was hoping that as soon as we got together, I wouldn't have all of these issues. Or, right. like, that would just become irrelevant because we would be – in this relationship and I had the same mirror going on as like I thought all my unlovable stuff that was in the depths and in my subconscious even though I was not so aware of them would be uh you know just tossed aside I don't need to do that if I can create this love in my life right yeah and so it's like doing the the identity work the more of it that you do the more what you draw to your life is a reflection of that and more and more aligned with who you really are, right? So it's like, yes, things, he didn't turn out to be who you thought he was, Mm -hmm. but 
he, at the time that you attracted him, there was just still more work for you to do within yourself. And then naturally, as you cleaned that up and it's all identity work and it shows up in different ways in terms of, you know, some of our tools and stuff like that. Um, but it, I mean, the foundation of it is all in ABC. The more that you showed up and did that work, the more he became like misaligned. And when it did end, you were like, it's fine. I'm great. <laughs> like, the, like there was just this sense of completion because you healed within you, you know, the things that needed to be healed through. And this is like, people just come into our lives to show us things. And some of them are meant to stay forever. And some of them are meant to stay for a day. Um, but the more complete you get within yourself, the more at peace you are with however it is that it unfolds. And that's been such a shift for me. I mean, I don't know if we're onto me yet. I want you to finish here <laughs> and just, yeah. What else? Um, I mean, well, that's kind of like the, the bigger stuff, I guess. I mean, ayahuasca showed me a lot. Um, I do talk about that on my YouTube channel if you guys want to know more about that because I do go into depth about the ceremonies and what that experience was like and healing the unlovable wound before I went there. And what was really confirmed to me through that was that I'm in this, first of all, uh, thank plant medicine <laughs> for just like all the insights because um, – the consciousness of the plants told me to that it was this was not I don't have to call it a dark night of the soul this is the great rest period of my life my energy has been all over the world in regards to what I do I'm just projecting and, and throwing energy basically all over the world and people are watching and tuning in from all different places and that takes a toll on me that I didn't realize and what they were showing me was that this was my time of recalibration being prepared for the next chapter being actually prepared for my mission and what I'm actually supposed to be doing what I came here for. Of course, I came here for many things, but this is like a big mission that I have. And that just gets me excited about the future. I don't know what that is, uh, but I'm loving everything that I'm doing. I'm still, like I said, in school every day, really enjoying learning about myself in that way, really enjoying just releasing all the last residual bits about caring what people think. Like, if any of you have ever taken an acting class or like gone in depth in drama or like improv, like you're asked to do these crazy things. And I just do it because I just don't care what other people think about me because I know that I'm having fun and I love me. That's what I was going to say is like, you're able to show up that way because you're complete within yourself. Yes. Or you're, you know, I mean, I think that that's, it's not like a place that we get to. It's a state of being that we have to continuously invest in. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I draw inspiration watching what Zoe puts out into the world. And she's like, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. They can think whatever they want of me. And it's just like, I don't know, like, what would you guys be doing if you were just so whole and complete within yourself? Because I can say, like, especially within dating, when I used to be like, quote unquote, rejected, someone would leave for whatever reason, that was like the end of the world to me, like months and months and months worth of feeling terrible about myself and longing for this person. And now I'm seeing how like, that was only possible for me to feel that way because I was so incomplete within myself that when mm -hmm. someone came around and gave me some attention for a little while, I became like so hooked on it. And what's shifted for me in the last little while, similar to what Zoe was saying, is like, I'm showing up for myself. My identity within this area of my life is shifting such that it doesn't really matter that much. You know, I, I mean, I don't know how much of this story I want to get into because it's like ever unfolding, but I set the intention for this identity shift within my love life, my romantic life. And 
immediately met someone in a very like synchronistic way, like literally on the side of the street. Like very serendipitous. Yeah, very serendipitous. And and it's been great. And there's things that, yeah, are unfolding about it. Um, but I'm just like, there isn't this attachment. There hasn't been this attachment to it. And even when I have experienced him, you know, questioning things, it's like, this peace of mind around it. Whereas I used to be like, oh my God, I think that he's pulling away and that would be the end of the world and I would feel so blah, 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 blah. Now it's just sort of like, it's going to be whatever it's meant to be and it's fine and I I have me. I've got me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it just doesn't really, I don't know. It's I can't really explain the peace of mind that <laughs> has come with just being like, it really doesn't matter how, what, how someone is showing up or if they suddenly draw their attention away from me because- I don't need it from them. Yes. I have it within me and I'm just going to trust the process of unfolding and that certain people will come in to show me things and to help me heal areas and, you know, reflect back to me what needs to shift within me. And then if they leave, they leave because it was not meant to be them or they were just meant for, and like, whereas before, like someone would come in, you know, I'd set intention for healing. I'd manifest someone, it'd be going great. And I would just lose all sense of like trust of like, the universe has your back. It's going to be however it's meant to be. He's just meant to teach you lessons or whatever. And I would get so attached to the idea of like a relationship with this person because I was so like not connected to myself. And so I needed like my found, I have a coach, the way that she says it is like, you don't have safety within you. So then you look for it within other people. And then if that pulls away even a little bit, there's no foundation and you just flounder. And that's exactly what it feels like. Like just such a level of attachment, such a level of like someone would leave and I'd be like, I need to manifest them back. Right. Mm -hmm. As opposed to being like, that's fine. Like they're not meant to like, so especially just honestly in the last couple of weeks in particular, there's been this shift within me and I've been doing the ABC work and I've been kind of like taking it a bit further too with like inner child work, uh, which is essentially what ABC is. It's just kind of looks a little bit different. Uh, but really showing up, connecting to myself, knowing that I'm safe within me, which honestly, if I even said these things a year ago, it could have brought me to tears because the idea of being connected with me or someone suggesting that I should do inner work within myself was so resistant to me because I was so disconnected because I had totally abandoned myself within this area of my life. And there was just like nowhere, like there was no foundation for me to even build on. You know, I really had to start from scratch. Whereas now I can confidently say like, I look in the mirror and I can just feed myself all kinds of compliments and like really feel them. Whereas in the past, I just wouldn't look in the mirror. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that level of disconnection and we try to find it through other people. And sometimes it comes in for a little while, but then ultimately that like everyone's just your mirror. You are the source of your life. So if you're not connected with yourself on like a deep, intimate level, you know, you're going to get, and this is why like relationships can be so abrasive is neither one is truly connected to themselves is truly there for themselves. And so that other person can't reflect back to you for a very long period of time, anything other than what you've got going on inside. Yeah. And that's where all this codependency stuff stems from is because you're so reliant on another person confirming for you what actually you need to confirm within yourself for yourself. Exactly. So it's like if you're dating someone and you have a fear of him leaving or a fear of being unwanted, that's all with you. You have a fear of leaving yourself or you have been abandoning yourself or you don't you don't actually want yourself. I had such a like breakthrough moment where I was like, do I do I want to be with me? And then and I was like, 
yes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm awesome. I love spending time with me. Whereas a year ago, I probably wouldn't have said that. I would have been like, well, I just like, I, I wanted someone else to show it to me because I wasn't willing to show it to myself. Yes. And what's beautiful about the work in ABC that we just kind of divinely downloaded and started doing like what a a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. is that you became the strong woman the resilient woman who is brave enough and fearless enough to do this deeper work deep work like you brought yourself to that point where like I'm learning so much about myself I'm feeling into all this like new worthiness and then when it comes time to feel it to heal it to you know do these deeper dives to really heal and become complete with our past in certain ways to create space for that abundant future. You're like, I'm doing it now. Yeah. I'm doing it now. And I feel like what helped me to bridge that gap was that I started applying, we both started applying the ABC framework to our businesses first. And I became really whole and complete within that area of my life where it was like, I knew what my value is. I knew why people should buy from me. I, I believed in what I was putting out there. I just had so much confidence and knowingness within myself. I didn't need it confirmed by anyone else. And that then showed me what was possible in terms of how I could potentially feel within all areas of my life. But I also had like this one side of me that was very strong and I could kind of like lean on her. And when I was aligned with her, I could be like, I deserve to feel worthy of all the love in the world within this other area of my life. And so it was like for a while, and this has really just started shifting recently, for a while, it was like there was two versions of me. One, like business Lauren was like bossing it up, killing it, like feeling amazing, having so much peace of mind. And then like personal life, Lauren <laughs> was just still in so much like questioning, needing validation from other people. It was almost like an addiction. If someone showed me any level of attention, I was starving myself with for that for such a long, I mean, my whole life, you know, it's been like, as soon as I, I just need to meet someone who will make me feel all these things about myself. Whereas no one else can ever. And I mean, maybe that does happen to people. They meet someone, that person makes them feel amazing, whatever. That's like a soul contract going on, but nobody can guarantee you, or I mean, it's nobody else's job to make you feel secure. And the only real safety and security that there is is creating it within yourself. And that was actually a breakthrough I had just like last weekend through dating this person was I was realizing like, cause he was really showing up. He was really being consistent. Um, he was really showing me that he had feelings and I was still like, yeah, but what if he decides to leave or what if this, that, and the other thing. And I just realized like someone else will never be able to show up enough for me because if the way that he's showing up right now and how consistent he's being is not enough to make me feel secure, clearly that's something within me. And it was like, that was such a breakthrough moment that immediately led to me just hyper getting hyper vigilant about the work we do on ABC on this area of my life, really, really feeling it, allowing the emotions to come up and something just shifted. I mean, quickly too, where it's like, I don't know, even over the last few days, it's just been like, I don't actually need anyone. Mm -hmm. Whereas on even just this last Saturday, I had a whole day of anxiety of like old stuff. And now I feel like there's been some like reconciliation with my like inner child, if you will, where she doesn't feel the need. I've only just gotten into inner child work, so I'm not an expert at all, but she doesn't feel the need. Sometimes we talk about the ego. I think it's kind of the same thing. You know, that part of you who needs to be seen, heard, acknowledged, who doesn't feel safe, who wants to keep you in your comfort zone, uh, who wants to put walls up. I just really flowed all of the love to her. I apologize for the fact that I've totally made her wrong and 
thrown her to the wayside for years and years and years and not given her what she needed. And it's like, I just made it really clear that I'm here for you now. I've got you. We're in this together. You don't have to be alone anymore. And it was like, just something switched within me. Um, and I think that there has been so much like lead up to that within the ABC work. Um, but it's like this freedom and I don't know, I could, you know, who knows? I'm sure that there's more layers to it. Uh, but it is, I've never felt like this way where it's like, I'm good either. I never felt like if I was dating someone that I liked, I never felt like I would be good either way. I felt like if he leaves, that would be the end of the world for me. And I'll have to deal with it for like months and months and months. Whereas now it's like this freedom of like, it doesn't really matter because if he leaves, it's because he's meant to, and there's something better coming and there's just like this. Yeah. And so I don't know. It's just been like so comforting to me. And I've had this big identity shift in an area of my life that has been so resistant forever for my entire life. Um, and it's just like, once you really know what the work is and where to look, it doesn't have to take forever and ever and ever, you know, I think when you're in it, it's like, Oh my God, this is. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it, the fear is an illusion. Like it's that false evidence appearing real. It's, it can seem like this huge thing, right? Like when you're like, oh my God, like when you start to do the inner child work, how do I even look at this part of myself? Like it, it brings all that, that tightness to the chest and all of that. But if you just decide to look it in the eyes, like, what is this? Like, what is yeah. this? It honestly can leave you so fat that you can, sometimes it's just like a little cry, a little burst of tears. And you're like, wow. I created more space. If you choose to, you know, fear another, um, can be fall, um, face everything and rise, look at it, just Ooh. look at it and rise above it, look at it, feel it and rise above it. I'm really glad that you brought that up because that was another thing I wanted to touch on is like, when we launched QC squared, I know a big part of it, of our sort of messaging that resonates with people is that we tell you like, you do not need to fear your emotions. You do not need to be in complete belief about what you're manifesting. And you do not need to be like super happy all the time in order to draw in what you want. Mm -hmm. And I know that so many people hear that and they're like, thank God, because I've been telling myself I need to be so high vibe all the time or else I'm not going to get what I want. And it just creates this like impossible level of perfection that you need to have within your energy and your thoughts. We've always said that that's not necessary, but I'm actually seeing it at a whole nother level recently, which is like, not only is it not necessary to be impossibly happy all the time and to be in perfect belief, it's actually really important to face the emotions that are coming up because that is that like inner child part of you that's like, I feel afraid, I feel unsure, I feel like you might leave me again, I feel resistant to the possibility of these things happening. And the more that you can just look at what that is, like think of, of children, right? Children just want to be heard, seen, acknowledged. They're always trying to get people's attention. Mm -hmm. That's what your inner child is doing. That's why she's like freaking out all the time and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, throwing stuff your way. She just wants you to hear her. And so when you actually look at the fear or the resistance or the anxiety that's coming up and don't make it wrong, you get to release it. It's yes. like experiencing that energy so that it can leave your body finally. But that's what we don't do. We shove it down, shove it down, shove it down, make it wrong, need it to be different, try to switch things. And this was actually what I did for such a long time. And lately it's like the, um, the anxiety. I know what now when I'm in a lot of anxiety, it's because something big is about to shift. And I don't 
try to shift it anymore. I mean, that's sometimes where I immediately go is like, what can I go to go do to ignore this? Cause it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. But I think especially with lockdown, like there's nothing for me to do. I have to look at this stuff, but it's been very freeing to look at what comes up, acknowledge it, be like, huh, she's afraid of X, Y, and Z, or that part of me is afraid of X, Y, Z. Look at it, acknowledge it, uh, like build that safety within yourself And that's where like so much gets to start shifting in big ways. So I actually think like our emotions are trying to show us something, but we make them wrong, especially in the manifestation world. We assume that they mean bad things about ourselves. And then that part of us that desperately just wants to be heard never gets to be heard. And so it just gets louder and louder and louder. And when you heal that part, it's no longer something that you have to deal with. You no longer have to deal with these thought forms and thought patterns that are like, I'm not worthy or causing you to feel those clinging emotions to certain or clinging attachments to certain people, certain outcomes, certain things. And the inner child work. So anytime when you were growing up that you made something mean something about yourself or you suppress an emotion that is stuck in your body, the body keeps the score. And if you're calling in big things in your life and you're doing this work, you're going to need to make space for that type of stuff. So no wonder when you feel it to heal it, you feel lighter because you've literally released something that's been stuck in your body, stuck in your being. And the way that I kind of look at um, about ABC and it being different than QC squared is QC squared really show you how to become the master of the matrix. We really show you how to manipulate so reality and show you how like you can fucking do this. Explicit now. <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> I already You swear. can create anything that you want and that that it doesn't matter who who you are. Like you can actually use this power within your, once you know the power within yourself and the power that you have by using your your brains, your intelligence to create things in your life, like that's different. But if you're going to go to work and do the stuff in ABC and look at who you are and feel into your worthiness, you actually don't get bothered by these stupid thoughts that are like, you can't have a million dollars or you'll never be in a movie or you'll, you know, all this stuff. It, it, those things are just irrelevant and hold no power if you do the ABC work. Um, and that's where it's different QC squared, like, you can quantum leap no matter what. It doesn't matter if you're going to do the ABC work or not, but you're going to have much more peace of mind and much more happiness and contentment within yourself if you do that deep work. Yeah, I, that's such a good distinction because you can quantum leap into whatever you want, but without that inner relationship with yourself, either you'll sabotage it when it comes because mm-hmm. you don't actually believe on a subconscious level that you're worthy of it, or it won't satisfy you. I'll be like, I got the thing that I thought I wanted. Why don't I feel the way I wanted to feel. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's like, it, it is inner work. And the example we've given in previous episodes is like, you could quantum leap into, you know, the relationship of your dreams or have that person come in. You could totally create that. You can create that whenever you want. But if you're not, the person that you are being within that relationship is still, you know, on an identity level, insecure, unsure, feeling unsafe, not trusting. How do you think that relationship is going to go? Yeah. Right. So for me, it's a combination of the, of both where it's like, I know the power of my thoughts. I love the master of the matrix. I'm going to add that to the, yeah, to the sales page somewhere, which by the way is launching again in February. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's like my favorite. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But so I use that framework all the time, but then I also know because I was really good at like quantum leaping or like drawing in specific scenarios when it came to dating But then I hadn't done this inner work that we talk about in ABC and it would leave, right? So I could be like, this is what I want. And he would just show up (laughs) 
Yeah. Like really quickly, I would create like a very specific scene in my mind and that exact thing would happen. But then I hadn't done the ABC work. My identity was still someone who was very unsafe within myself and within relationships. And so it just never turned into what I really, really wanted. And so it's this combination of the two of them that has been so transformative for both Zoe and I. And I know many of you guys have taken both courses, which we love you. You're amazing. Um, but yeah, so I think that it's important to, to create that distinction between the two of them and talk about why both levels are necessary. Like for you to know, I mean, ultimately QC squared is an identity program as well, because when you realize just how powerful you are, you view yourself differently. Mm -hmm. You are the master of the matrix. You start to view yourself that way. You know that there's no limit on what you can create, but it doesn't mean you still have that part of you, that inner child, that ego who will sabotage things if on a subconscious level you don't see yourself as actually being worthy of them. Yeah, and at the end of the day, guys, like you fall asleep with yourself, like in your own yeah. mind, like that's who you're hanging out with the entire day and night and for the rest of your life. So this is the time to do this work, to become your own best friend, to really love and nurture yourself from the inside out because then you know no matter what happens, you're unshakable. It's like you are whole and complete in yourself and you will give yourself all the gifts that you desire in life because you believe that. You believe you truly believe in yourself. Yeah, I think like the QC square work is and information that we share is so fun and so liberating and so like powerful. Powerful that you're like, oh my God, what even is reality? Like I can yeah. just create whatever I want. The ABC work is like so humbling and so like coming Self -love, home. Self-love. Yeah. Yeah. It ultimately is a very sort of like tangible self-love program that allows you to then manifest whatever it is that you want. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and, and what I love about both these programs is they were both just like downloads, mm -hmm. you know, like they just came through us and, uh, yeah. So, and, and they're, they're totally, you don't have to take one in order to take the other. They stand alone and they are whole and complete within themselves, but they also do complement each other in terms of having these two different sets of tools that really allow you to not only quantum leap what you're creating, but then to keep it as well and to know that you're worthy and to have what you create be enough for you like yes. really allow it's just like oh everything's overflow once you've got the identity work down and I mean a good example is like people who manifest millions of dollars through the lottery and then don't keep it because they don't actually they haven't done that inner work they don't actually believe themselves to be worthy of that money right so they created it because they're quantum beings and creators but they didn't keep it because their identity was not someone who like had money or was worthy of money or really saw themselves as being super wealthy. Yeah. So and that's it. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like an ever unfolding thing. I just have such a feeling about 2021. I feel like I probably said that about 2020 and you know what? I got to say it did not disappoint. Oh, 2020 has been amazing. Yeah. It's honestly been the best year of my life because I've gotten to know myself better than ever before. And I've just, I've just been willing to go to the depths and back again and try different things and become more of who I am. And that's the greatest gift. Yeah. And I mean, it's been a tough year for a lot of people for sure. But I think that, I mean, everyone has been forced to look at their stuff, mm -hmm. you know, on different levels. Um, and some people are aware of that and some aren't, but ultimately like, I don't think there's a human being who isn't next level self-aware or just way more self-aware than they were coming into 2020. And ultimately that's going to be a really powerful thing as we move forward and we awaken as a species. Yes. So, so, so only abundance from here, you guys. Yeah. So my, uh, sorry, Wednesday morning, first thing, that'll be the 9th of December. How is it December? Oh my gosh. I love December though. It's good. Um, but the 9th, uh, we will be discounting the price of QC squared 
and ABC. Oh my God. ABC. Thank you. (laughs) ABC. And, uh, it will only last for three days. So Monday morning to Friday evening, probably 10 PM Eastern or something like that. We haven't actually talked about that, but that's, I think what it'll be. So, uh, put yourself on the wait list. I'll put the links in the description and uh, get yeah. ready to change your life yeah. and just give yourself all the self-love so that 2021 can truly be your year. Yeah. We were joking because um, we thought initially we might do this sale like first thing in the new year, but we just decided we wanted to do it this month. And we were talking about like new year, new me, new reality, new reality. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And with that, <laughs> we'll sign off. Love you guys. Bye. Stay abundant. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant. Stay abundant.